Welcome to the Strong Sassy Single Mom Podcast. I'm Josie Smith. I'm a single mom of teens, personal growth junkie, entrepreneur and business owner, writer, creator, and coach. You don't have to be a single parent to get value out of this podcast, but if you are, I'm here to remind you that you're not alone in the journey. And I'm here to help you remind yourself who you are, to reclaim your identity, and grow your confidence as a parent, to help you with the strategies to manage your time, your finances, and your personal relationships, to help you rediscover yourself beyond the roles you've taken on, and to reconnect with yourself on a deeper level so you can create the life for yourself and for your family that you've always dreamed of. Because you deserve it. In this podcast, you'll find a combination of real, tangible strategies you can implement in your life, as well as the tools to help you navigate some of the deep inner work that needs to take place in order to take your identity and your life to the next level. We are digging into all of it. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hey guys, today's episode is short and sweet and a little bit spicy. You might hear some language in this episode, so if you've got small kids around and that bothers you, you might want to grab your headphones and pop those in before we get started. I see a lot of single moms talking about this topic on social media, and I really wanted to address it because while I really do understand where they're coming from, I don't think it's serving them in any way. I don't think they're really helping themselves or doing themselves justice by taking this stance and making this argument. And what I am talking about is the idea of single moms getting to own the market, if you will, on how hard it is to be a parent and specifically how hard it is to parent alone. Now, This is something I witnessed in a mom's group I'm a part of on social media. Um, It wasn't a local group and it wasn't an exchange between anybody that I know personally. So I don't know any of their personal situations or what they might be dealing with or going through. I'm just going to speak to the exchange itself because it's not the first time I've seen this come up. And I really think it's important that we change the energy and the intention behind how we address these kinds of things just amongst ourselves as moms, single, married, divorced, whatever. So what happened was one mom, she had multiple little kids. I don't recall exactly how many, but they were all young, like under five. There was at least one baby and at least one toddler, maybe more. And she was talking about how she was really tired and really struggling because um, her husband or partner had gone out of town with his brother for a weekend or like three or four days, leaving her at home with the kids and the house and the dog. And she was really having a hard time just adjusting to having him gone. And she called herself a single parent for the weekend. And the single moms jumped in without any hesitation and absolutely raised hell. Telling her she had no business referring to herself as a single parent for the weekend because she had a husband and he was coming home. 
She didn't have to go without his income. She could still call or text him. She knew he was going to be back in a couple days. And basically, she just needed to suck it up and get over it because she was minimizing what actual single parents have to live through on a daily basis. Now, listen, I'm not saying that actual single parenting isn't hard because it is. What I am saying is that she has a right to her experience. And her experience in the moment was really, really hard. She was really struggling. This was a new situation for her, and she was really struggling to try and figure it out. And this isn't the first time I've seen an exchange like this. If another mom says, anything about how difficult of a weekend they've had because their husband or partner has been on a guy's trip for a few days, leaving her home to take care of the kids and the house and everything else, and maybe even referring to herself as a single mom for the weekend. There is always a single mom coming up right behind her, super triggered, arguing about how she has no right to that title, no right to talk about how hard it's been for the few days she's been left alone, because her partner's coming home tomorrow and it's only been three days and his being gone for a couple days hasn't affected the household income or her support system or the fact that she isn't actually doing any of it alone. And while some of these things might be true, the reality, guys, is that parenting is hard. Hell, even just adulting is hard. And you know what else is hard? Having a routine that you're used to, a routine that works, a system with another person around the household tasks and the parenting tasks and everything else that you literally center your life around, and having that routine disrupted and having to navigate that disruption for several days in order to find a new routine while keeping kids alive and fed and bathed and maintain bedtimes. And if you have a spouse or a partner who travels for work for long periods of time or having a spouse or partner in the military that has to be deployed or stationed somewhere else for long periods of time, leaving you alone to adjust to that routine being disrupted and having to find a new routine, a new rhythm that you can get into, that's hard. And you don't find that rhythm overnight. It takes time. And it takes patience with yourself and patience with your kids. And no, maybe it's not a transition into full-time single parenting. Maybe it's just a transition into short-term solo parenting. But do you know what else is hard? When you actually find that rhythm, when you actually find that new routine that works, when you're doing it on your own, and then you have to transition back, back into the original routine when your spouse or partner comes home. This gets more and more challenging the longer the longer the spouse or partner is away before they come back, because eventually you do adjust after they leave and you find a routine and a rhythm that works and you start to get comfortable in it and the kids get comfortable in it and even the dogs get comfortable in it. And then you have to change it up again when they come back. And you have an entirely new grace period to work through all over again before everyone is comfortable again. Now listen, 
I'm not dismissing the very real fact that single parenting is hard. There are things about single parenting that someone who's not a single parent would never understand. Like those nights after everyone's in bed, when we're up late in the dark trying to figure out how we're going to come up with the extra money to fix the car, or whether or not our six-year-old really does need to start the ADHD meds that the doctor recommended, or whether our toddler should be potty trained by now and what it says about us as a mom that he isn't, or if our teenager is really just a typical teenager, or if there's something deeper beneath the attitude that we're just not seeing, but that we can't share our fears with anyone because we don't have anybody to share them with. We can't talk through solutions for the financial challenges or lean into somebody when we're ready to fall apart because nobody is there. Instead, we cry the silent tears so we don't have to wake anybody up and we wonder if we're doing enough. That shit is real, you guys, and I get it. But parenting with a partner is also hard. It's a different kind of hard because not only are you responsible for being a parent, but you also have a relationship with another adult human that you have to navigate and nurture. You don't always have the ability to do things exactly the way you want to do them because there's another person there's another person in the equation with equal say in how things are done. Two people with their own baggage, their own ideas, their own thoughts and opinions, their own feelings, their own personalities, their own conflict styles, and even their own triggers. And you have to figure out how to navigate all of that while simultaneously raising other humans that you created. I had a married friend once tell me her husband had to leave town for work for a couple of months and she was home with her kids to take care of everything on her own. And she told me after about a week, she said, I don't know how you do it, Jose. I don't know how you do the single parent thing. It's hard. And I reminded her, it's harder for you right now than it is for me because I've been doing this for years. This is my reality. I've already created my own rhythm and routine. I've had years to figure out what works for me. And I've been able to adapt and adjust as my kids have gotten older. But all of that adapting and adjusting has been an ongoing process. It hasn't just been an abrupt change overnight. She had gone from what she spent years building and creating with her family to just overnight having to change how she literally did everything. And I told her, you can't expect to have the single parent thing figured out overnight because that hasn't been your reality. And right now, your reality is shook and you're going to need to give yourself time to adjust to this new temporary reality. This is true also Obviously, if you've been through a divorce or you've had a breakup or you've lost your partner, and there's also the very real trauma that's associated with that, which I'm not dismissing at all, what I'm saying is every reality has its own set of challenges. Every reality is hard in its own way, and anytime your reality changes, 
that's hard too. Maybe you've heard the quote, and I don't remember who said it first, I'm sorry, but it goes, if you're going to fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. If you are adamant about identifying with your pain, your struggles, the hard shit, you get to keep it. I'm not saying you should pretend things are easy when they aren't, and I'm not saying you should pretend things don't hurt when they do. What I am saying is that you don't get to be the gatekeeper of pain or difficulty for anybody else. You don't get to dismiss someone else's challenges because they don't look to you to be as challenging as yours. You don't get to you don't get to minimize someone else's pain because your pain feels bigger. You don't get to judge someone else's perception of their own circumstances because to you it looks easier than yours. Every single person's experiences are valid. Everyone's challenges are valid. Everyone's pain is valid. And everyone has a right to define their own circumstances with whatever terms, whatever feelings, whatever's in alignment to them with where they are in that moment. And if you feel triggered by another person defining their own circumstances in a way that feels in alignment with how they perceive their own reality, your feeling triggered is not about the other person. It's about you. It's about your own insecurity, your own feelings of lack, and the way you've chosen to identify yourself. So what you need to do if you recognize those feelings in yourself is you need to figure out where they're coming from and address that within yourself. And if you need a safe place to process those feelings, I'm cultivating a small community of single moms where you can get support on this journey because I want you to know that you're not in this alone. You aren't supposed to be. There are others who have gone before you and others who are going through it with you and I would love nothing more than to welcome you into this community where we share this journey and support each other along the way. If you argue for your limitations, you get to keep them. But even more than that, if you argue for possibilities, you get to create them. Reach out to me if you're interested in being a part of this community. Send me a DM and let's create some possibilities together. Thanks for tuning in to the Strong Sassy Single Mom Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, share it with a friend or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And be sure to tag me so I can share you in my stories too. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. As always, It's been an honor to have this conversation with you today. And until next time, you got this.